Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Meets and Beats with your host, Tony and AJ. It's been decided. What's been decided? Episode 5. Oh, we're announcing the episode this time. <laughs> I, I guess so. I mean, we talked about it last time and tens and tens and tens of people listened to it and they now know that... <laughs> We are going to be announcing the episode number at the beginning, so welcome to episode five, everyone. Here we are, back again. Back again, whether you like it or not. Yeah, who cares at this point? <laughs> i tell you who does care. I care. Yeah. I think. So uh, <laughs> I'm not sure yet. I'll let for, you know. You'll let me know? I'll you let you know. Back to me on that one? Jamie, pull that up. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, what are we talking about today? You know we're gonna switch it up a little bit today. We're gonna we're gonna jump to a non totally meat relate related topic here and uh, talk about. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! We're on a podcast called Meats and Beats, but we're gonna yes. talk about something that's not meats or beats. We would never do that. <laughs> no tangents. <laughs> we would never not stay the course. <laughs> well, today it, I mean you, you can cook meat with it. Okay. 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 So kitchen gadgets. Yes. What do you got? What do you use? What's convenient? I, uh, what's not? I am guilty of owning probably, dude, I'm almost ashamed to admit it. Like, whenever I think about how many kitchen gadgets I have, I go from being proud to being ashamed to being proud again. <laughs> because I own several, and I've definitely spent too many late nights up on QVC seeing something and it just blows my mind. And next thing I know, it's at my door. So you have a kitchen laboratory. I have quite a few, <laughs> quite a few items that, uh, not gonna lie, some of them never get used. Some are still in the package. Yeah, we have a we have a pretty big kitchen, and every drawer or cabinet has some sort of gadget in it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just, they just cr- get you though, man. They yeah. bring you in, and yes. like, especially if it's Lori from Shark Tank. Oh man, dude. Just sell it to me. Whatever it is, nineteen ninety five. But wait, there's more. Yeah, act yeah. now and you get two for the price of one. Just pay a separate handling charge. See, we go we go the different route when we get our kitchen gadgets. We uh we troll at Walmart and H E B and see what's on clearance. Ah, however obscure and random <laughs> and whatever it might be, we just we buy it because it's, it's five cheap, bucks. You and gotta have who it. Who cares if it doesn't work? <laughs> Dude, I like it. I think uh, my first kitchen gadget that I ever got was this grilled cheese maker. And I'm talking about, like, I didn't get it, of course. My parents got it when I was, I don't know, maybe like seven or eight years old. And uh, it was this grilled cheese maker. It'd make two grilled cheese sandwiches and it would cut them into triangles, kind of, for you. Uh, it's got to really... be the cutest gadget on <laughs> oh, our dude. list. It was Black and Decker, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. And, uh, dude, shout out to Black & Decker because that thing lasted me through college, and I'm pretty sure I still have it in storage somewhere. I might pull it out at some point. Yeah, some of those things just last forever. Like, yeah. man, we bought this 30 years ago. We're still, we're yeah, still right? running this thing. Yeah, this thing, like, it was clutch because, like, uh, grilled cheese was my broke food. Like, I never, still to this day, have never had ramen in my you life. Know, you know, the most impressive thing about the grilled cheese maker is how it, how, like, what enthralled you are with that it cuts it in slices of four. 
pretty no it's not four it's just two triangles two per sandwich so i guess it is kind of four yeah but it makes two sandwiches (laughs) and cuts them diagonally in half but it doesn't actually cut them it just kind of like presses the bread together Uh, really tight right there and it like a panini kind of um before but before those this is like a panini press but like for men yeah, see, <laughs> well, I mean, th- that would be a spatula and a cast iron if, if you're being what's Dude. for men. Oh, yeah, we don't, we don't use grilled cheese makers. Grilled so. cheese goes hard, though. <laughs> that was that was my food of choice. My favorite uh, gadget is my air fryer, man. Yeah. I love that thing. I mean, I use it three, four times a week, probably. Dang. I mean, it's pretty pretty commonly used in my household, especially at breakfast time. Throw your bacon or your sausage in there while you're cooking your eggs. Let it go. Works out legit. Yeah. Um, I have an air fryer. I've used it probably three times. Really? Because I hate cleaning the thing out. Like yeah, the it's basket little, and then the little extra thing. It's a little bit of a thing. pain in the ass to clean out yeah. sometimes. But I never thought of doing bacon in there. Dude, yeah. Cut your bacon up in the strips, throwing it in there while you're cooking and scrambling eggs or making pancakes, whatever else. It, it just, you time it. It's done. It's crispy. It's great. Yeah, I don't want to sound un-American, but I never get bacon anywhere except for my own house. Really? I I have to cook the bacon to eat it. Like, I go somewhere and people are like, oh, you don't want bacon on your burger or you don't want bacon on this? And I'm like, it's not that I don't want it. It's just that you didn't cook it properly for my taste. Like, Like, I want it right on the edge of burning. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You're an ultra crispy guy? Super crispy. Like, if it's bendable, I'm out. Really? Yeah. I like a little crisp. I don't like overly crispy. No, nah, nah, I want it like chicharron. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's on the if it's cooked right, crispy is good. I, either way, air fryer, you want it crispy, you want it moist, whatever. It does does all of it because it's just timing it and let it go. Yeah, um, I would like to use mine more. That was definitely a late night purchase, like probably after a gig. And I'd already watched like three episodes of Friends when I told myself I was only going to watch one and go to sleep. Uh, but yeah, every time. I, then I ordered an air fryer, and, <laughs> and I it, think I made some crappy French fries in there once. And ours were it was gifted to us. I probably never would have bought it otherwise. But man, life changer. I've, I've, I use it all the time. Dude. Game changer. Uh, maybe I need to fire mine up some more. Yeah, try it. You out, know man. what I don't like about the air fryer uh, infomercials is when they put a steak in there. Yeah, that's that kind of. I could see where that would kill it for you. <laughs> yeah, dude, you know where else kills it for me? It's not on our list, but I just came off the dome with it. That smokeless grill that they show on TV right now. You know what I'm talking Man, about? Man, like the one that's in my cabinet downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be probably the worst thing I've ever seen. There's only one time <laughs> that I would approve use of that grill, that electric grill. Yeah. <laughs> When you're making, like, you're taking your fajitas and making quesadillas. Like, if it's already cooked fajita meat, throw it on there inside, heat it up, dice it it up, make you some quesadillas. So you're talking about just the actual toasting of the tortilla? No. No, the whole thing. Like, you're making the meat on there, too? Yeah, if it's rainy or cold outside and I've already cooked it on a grill, it's perfect for reheating. Oh, Oh, reheating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
No, um, I wasn't suggesting going with the. I was about to end this straight, podcast right now <laughs> and find a new co-host on the electric grill. No, no, no. If, uh, you pull it out of the fridge. You need to reheat it. It's better than the microwave. If you're oh, one hundred. Reheat it. You know what I mean? It's quicker. It's easier. You're making a fajita nachos. That's also a really Strong. good thing. Take your leftover fajitas and throw them down on some nachos. I did that last time, last yeah. weekend. Yeah, but, I've seen the infomercials and I'm like, dude, this looks like garbage. And they're like talking about how hot it gets and how it. It doesn't create any smoke, and it's awesome. Like no, yeah. Only but, thing, only thing good about it is the easy surface to clean and it heats yeah. up fast. I mean, if you don't want to fire up something outside and reheat it, it's not going to do anything else for you. Yeah, I saw a couple of YouTube videos. Like I saw the thing, and I'm like, dude, there's no way this thing is legit. And so I looked up some YouTube videos of people actually using it in real life, and they're like, yeah, this is garbage. <laughs> so. But uh, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm down for uh, I'm down for trying one of those quesadillas if you want to fire one up later. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, man, I don't know that I got any leftover fajita meat. That shit was gone. Oh, dude, those fajitas went hard. Yeah, they definitely did. Not gonna lie, they were. They, Tony asked me. So okay, so Tony made these fajitas, and uh, when he was marinating them, he didn't pull off the like silver skin off the back. And I noticed, and I was like, okay, oh, maybe he's just going to pull it off like after after they're done. And then whatever, I didn't even think about it, and we recorded the podcast and then ate him. And he was like, dude, I forgot to pull that silver skin off. How come you didn't tell me about it? And I was like, man, I'm not going to come into another man's house and tell him how to cook something. I thought that's just how you did it because that's how you always did it. And, I mean, it wasn't bad. Yeah. I, I was in a, a I, I was in a <laughs> I was in a hissy trying to get shit ready and I forgot it happens it happens but you know what they were still delicious yeah nobody that's, that's what's important I didn't nobody uh, nobody came up to me and said <laughs> you forgot to take that part of the skin hey man off. those fajitas were great and thank you for cooking them in the heat for free I didn't have to pay anything but that silver skin <laughs> man total fail <laughs> oh man so what about the flat top griddle man I feel like we got to mention that if we're talking about kitchen gadgets yeah it's pretty common but you know it comes in handy yeah i would like to have one i don't personally have one Uh, i like those black stones that i've been seeing a lot about lately but uh those are like definitely i think a bit more of an investment if you ever go uh when you go camping having one of the propane griddles is oh yeah it's clutch for sure it comes in handy just about every morning yeah i the thing i would really like that flat top griddle for is like breakfast because you can do everything all at once that's yeah that's definitely the most uh appealing part of having that for sure except for my eggs i don't do that i gotta have my eggs cooked one way and one way only like my bacon scrambled with cheese scrambled slowly you gotta go slow you gotta start (laughs) with a cold pan about a tablespoon of butter or more depends on who's looking at you Put that in there, crack your eggs in there, and just keep on stirring them, and they turn custardy, and then, like you got to pull them off right before they're done so they're not fully cooked all the all the way, oh, and like, like the, fluffy custardy deliciousness, like a wet scramble, not quite wet, but yeah, a little bit wet, like definitely not <laughs> cooked. And if you burn the eggs, it's like my most hated smell either, like. If I smell it's like burnt you got eggs, a very narrow window to get this right, yeah, son. So yeah. you better pay attention to what I'm telling you. Yeah, man. Like, but you know what? If I go to a restaurant, like I'm okay with it. Whatever. Yeah. Like, just bring it to me. But if I'm cooking them, then yeah. Like, if 
if I smell burned egg, it's the equivalent of like nails on a chalkboard for me. So, so the best way to do that is to get them just about where you want them, take them off the heat and cover them and let them sit for a little while. Mm. That's And put the cheese on at the same time and that, yeah. that gets you those results for sure. I like cheese on my breakfast, but not a lot. Like, I feel like the cheese overpowers the egg, especially like a sharp cheddar. Yeah, it depends so, on what you're cooking. Yeah. Dude, I went to Mexico one time. <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't, know if I don't know if this is a podcast-friendly topic here. Is this podcast here. ready? No. So I went to Mexico, went to Cancun, and, um, dude, the McDonald's down there, they served, like, Mexican McDonald's food. Like, I got an Egg McMuffin. But it had refried beans and like bell peppers, onions, and like, like uh, I don't know, some kind of Mexican cheese on it. That sounds amazing. It was the greatest yeah. McDonald's. That would experience be like the greatest hungover surprise. Like, <laughs> like you go down there, yeah, looking dude. for something to eat. Boom. Yeah. So like, I ate that, and then I swam with dolphins. It was the greatest day ever. You gonna go Joe Rogan <laughs> dolphins on me right now? No, oh man, no, <laughs> not yet, not yet. Maybe later. So uh, what about the throwback, the uh, Slap Chop, man? Dude, shout out to the Slap Chop guy. Is he in prison or not? Dude, he had some crazy shit go down. <laughs> Dude, I can't even remember what it was. He it had was... some for sure skeletons in his yeah. closet. <laughs> like he was, just go to Reddit and search Slap Chop. <laughs> yeah, some... man. Best I thing mean... about that to me was it was convenient, but the commercial. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only Dude. reason we talk about it. That yeah, guy. that guy, like, <laughs> oh, man. I mean, there's a reason he was talking 100 miles an hour. Oh yeah, slapping it. All those salesmen, man. <laughs> yeah, I bet they sold like ten billion dollars worth of that for sure, oh, minimum. Yeah. And the margins on it had to be insane. Oh yeah, dude. Like, and this was before the internet, so like they couldn't do a proper background check on this guy. But, like <laughs> you're this hired. was yeah, like hey, you're fast talking, <laughs> seems legit. <laughs> Bring him on. Let's sell them all, dude. I think I would be cool if like, if, what if you think if you got a piece of each one, like. What if he got like one point on every sale? Oh man, if he got a percentage point of every sale gross, yeah, yeah. he for sure would OD. Yeah, no wonder he OD. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if, if he's, I don't know, he's, don't he's know. going down in flames if he got that. Hey, kind of somebody money. look up that guy and see if he's still alive. <laughs> right, <laughs> see what he's pushing now. Probably like just a shopping cart or something. No, if he's like, pushing anything nowadays, it'd be a sous vide machine. Oh, dude. You're going to bring up. Tony roasted me earlier. He's like, you're going to talk about sous vide again? I said, of course I'm going to talk about sous vide again. Every episode. Every episode will have a sous vide section. I might even Man. do like a voiceover Does sous vide. Does sous vide need a uh, brand ambassador? <laughs> I hope so. Whichever one, I'll do it. I, I don't even know which one mine is, but it was definitely from QVC. Yeah, so how big are those? I haven't actually seen the machine uh, yet. It's like a little bit bigger than a curling iron. I would say it's like... A curling iron for like giants, but not like super giants. Just like like a nine foot tall person that wants to curl their hair. Oh wow! Yeah, that's, that's a deep reference. Yeah, yeah. Person. So I mean, so is it like w the water is in bags and it's held like a crock pot? What's the no no? What's so, the setup of sous vide? Okay, Explain so it. you get a pot or like a plastic. I don't know, square dish thing, whatever you got. I just use my chili pot because I'm not going to buy like an extra thing because my kitchen's already overflowed with other gadgets. <laughs> I don't need just a non-gadget taking up space in my kitchen. Makes and sense. So, yeah, so I got a chili pot, fill it up with water, and you put this curling iron looking thing in the water, and it's got like a heating element inside, 
and it just heats the water up to whatever temperature you set it for and then you put your meat or whatever you're cooking in a um uh what's it called uh ziploc bag vacuum bag. sealed yeah jeez can't even think right now it's because <laughs> i'm thinking about that meat uh <laughs> yeah so you vacuum seal whatever put it in the water and it heats the water up so it just cooks in the vacuum in the vacuum seal yeah, it's a pretty simple, simple concept. I yeah. just I didn't know if it came with its own pot or anything. If no, it was like I mean that maybe of some of them might, but the one I got didn't. Oh, well, that's handy. Yeah, you can easy. get one. Won't take on up a lot of room in the cabinet either. No, I put it in a drawer and just hope that it doesn't turn and then like lock the drawer from the inside out. <laughs> yeah. Then what? I'm gonna have to rip up my cabinet to get it because it's well, worth it. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes the tongs do that. I gotta reach my big gorilla <sighs> fingers up under there to Dude, try it's to the worst man. Like yeah. they, or they get like, like a, a long spoon to try to pry it down. Yeah, they should have like came up with something for that, like a deeper drawer. Yeah, like just a I don't know. <laughs> now we're questioning the design <laughs> fabric of all the cabinet makers yeah, ever in, in, in the world times a million. So as far as you know, gadgets that fit well in the cabinet space. You know, a hand mixer probably would be one of the ones I would I would say you got to have in the kitchen. Throwback. And it comes in handy. Just yeah. You can get the... There's a bunch of them out there, but the little hand uh, ninja. Yeah? Ninja make, mixer. It's pretty... It's electric? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about a hand mixer like you crank it. No, an electric hand mixer. I'm sorry. Oh, dude. You had me all messed up. No. That's why <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, throwback, just... bro. Like, you got the gear on it, like, cranking that thing for hours and hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had my uh, golf hat on and everything. Dude, Suspenders. You never know. I don't have I a I told Maul to come here. <laughs> Who? Maul. Maul? How do you spell that? It made M-A. W-L. Oh, Ma. Ma. Oh, dude. Yeah, I, I don't think I have a hand mixer at my house, but... I don't do any like hand mixing type things. Oh, we do a lot of baking. I help Missy with her with her cooking sometimes. She does the Aww. majority of the baking, yeah. but I would say she probably uses it eighty percent of the time to my twenty, maybe. Mm. Yeah, just baking, to, huh? Just baking or making dips, or sometimes she makes her own uh, Cool Whip type shit. Oh, yeah. So that's what you would rock that hand mixer for? Yeah, the different, you know. Dips, mixes, Cool Whip. Yeah. Yeah, whipped cream, homemade whipped cream, yogurt, that kind of stuff. I'm going to step my uh, hand mixer game up. Yeah, you can do all kinds of stuff. You hit me with a curveball there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Ninja is the one that we have. They make all kinds of other shit, too. Yeah. They got the blenders and the food processors. and. Yeah, dude, they really cornered the the market. Yeah, I think they got a Keurig-style coffee maker that does all kinds of shit. Dang. They're huge. Jeez. They're in it to win it. Yes. We need to get them to sponsor the podcast. I mean, that would be cool. <laughs> I mean, we could co- come up with all kinds of campaigns for uh, Ninja and Meats and Beats. Dude, it pretty it's much writes itself. Fit, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's talk about the toaster oven because I feel like that if there's a sleeper of kitchen gadgets, it's the toaster oven. For sure. Yeah. I like, mean, you're heating up pizza. You're heating up chicken nuggets. You're heating up something anything. like that. Like anything that you would microwave, you throw it in that toaster oven. Yes. Bing, bang, boom. Like way less cleanup. Pizza, baked chicken. Yeah. Dude, what if you did a Hot Pocket in there? You could probably do a Hot Pocket. I think it's on the oh, on the no. label. Uh, Is it? Jamie, pull that up. Oh, dude, you know what? You would think that after this many years of my life, I would be able to make a Hot Pocket without it coming out either like 
the surface of the sun or a glacier. Like, there's no in between. I've never hit it, like, right on the money. I don't know if anybody has. Yeah. I feel like if you, they're not set up for that. Like, if you do it, you're some kind of, like, obviously from the future. Obviously. Obviously from the the future. Yeah. Like, you, you, that's what you did. And then you came back. Like, that's where you're at in your life. I think they're notoriously hard to get right. I mean, yeah. Shit, Jim Gaffigan built his whole career on that. <laughs> oh, <bugger>. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to get copyrighted for that? Probably. Yeah, so. Probably. Uh, I mean, yeah, since like, we're talking about it. I mean, ham and cheese, pepperoni, and like all these new flavors and stuff. All fancy. Dude, I haven't eaten a Hot Pocket in probably five years. Dude. It has been a long time. I'm not going to lie. I haven't eaten a Hot Pocket in a long time. Man, I, I probably had one, I don't know, in the last year for sure. In the last 365 days. I've definitely had you and, the, probably you and the hot pockets have crossed paths. Right? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm down. But it's like I don't ever see it as like a meal. It's kind of like this ain't gonna fill me up. Do I really want to? But then I'm like, I don't want to blow my whole mouth out again. Yeah. So it's well, just kind of like eh. I'm gonna make this hold hold it over till dinner. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, like I'm a whatever. Like if on a weekend or something, and I'm I usually only eat like two times on a Saturday. Like I'll wake up whenever and eat something and then like not eat again until dinner like maybe i'll throw a hot pocket in the middle of that little little snack yeah i usually go big breakfast and then dinner and then like snack in between yeah you know unless it's game day then it's just <laughs> it's a free for all snacks on snacks on Wings snacks bro snacks and quesadillas. Hey, somebody should make an episode about game day wait a minute we did that oh yeah we did shameless plug for our dude last episode shout out to episode four <laughs> No, that was episode three. Oh my goodness. Dude, we had so many episodes, I don't even know which one's which. Shout out episode three, Game Day hey, Grub. Speaking of which, we should be able to get on Spotify now that we're on our episode oh, number five. Yeah, let's hope so, because if not, I'm going to write a strongly worded email. <laughs> strongly worded strongly email. Worded. You show them who's boss. Dude, like, dude, no. I'm going to like, I'm going to find a chick that's got the let me speak to your manager haircut, and I'm going to get her... To help me with a strongly worded email, and we <laughs> You're guaranteed will get, to win. We will get on Spotify. I tell you what, if you get us on Spotify, I'm gonna get you a gift. Oh man, I'm gonna get you a George Foreman grill, dude. I only have like 14 of them. <laughs> you have a whole cabinet dedicated to George Foreman grills, <laughs> dude. I have had so many George Foreman grills, and I'm glad we're talking about it again because every time we make this podcast, like the next day or two. Me and Tony will be like, dude, I can't believe we forgot to talk about this. Or how did we forget to mention that? Yes. But the George Foreman grill, little fun fact for you. The George Foreman grill originally was pitched to Hulk Hogan. Really? Yeah. George, George Foreman and Hulk Hogan, they shared the same agent or manager. And they called Hulk first. And he was like, hey, man, uh, <laughs> hey, brother. <laughs> hold on. So hold on. You're telling me that I missed out on Hulk Hogan doing 30-minute infomercials Dude. about a Hulk Hogan yes. grill? Like, could you imagine if he got guest star wrestler buddies? Oh, man. And all they were doing was trying to sell these grills? Bro, they would have came off the top rope hitting people in the head with these George Foreman grills through a table. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine the commercials. Randy Savage up in there, Ric oh Flair. Oh my god, It'd be hilarious! <laughs> like he could do that when he when he took a bite of the steak. Oh, maybe that would be the like <laughs> that would be the alarm for when your food is ready. Is the woo? 
<laughs> that would be amazing. Hey, brother. Dude, dude, that that should be a thing right now. Yes. Oh, I mean, they should still get on board with that. But yeah. So, so they called they, the George Foreman grill people, whoever came up with it. They pitched uh, Hulk and George Foreman's manager for Hulk and was like, hey, man, we got this grill. We think uh, Hulk Hogan would be great for it. And he was like, eh, I don't know. And he's like, what about George Foreman? (laughs) (laughs) I got somebody for you, but I'm an agent. You're going to take one of my guys. Yeah, and apparently the deal wasn't like as lucrative on the front end, but Mm -hmm. they gave him like a piece of every sale. Of every sale. Of every dollar, dude. That set him up for life. Yeah, he's like George, Georgina, what all his daughter's names that are George. And like he names all his kids George, you know that, right? Yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah, crazy, made he's, it. He's an in, yeah. I mean, it just takes that one thing, yeah, right? right? Dude. Residual income, yeah, <laughs> just passive income, just sitting at home getting checks. So I how, bet he doesn't even use it though. How is a George Foreman grill that different from an electric grill? Uh, I mean, I think they're the same, right? Right. I so mean, I guess the same one that we. We were bashing earlier. Yeah, we're I mean, I haven't bought one since I grew up. <laughs> I mean, I had these. Since in, I grew up and became I had a these man in college, bro. <laughs> I did a lot of stupid stuff in college that I wish I could get back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't had a George Foreman grill in probably ten years. Yeah, I haven't used one since probably I lived since, in Sugarland, which yeah, is probably since college. I don't think I've used one. Um, but I have been through many a George Foreman grill. The best thing that I ever cooked in there was hamburgers. And we got like some, it might have been like 70 30 hamburger meat. <laughs> it was like Ooh. the really cheap, cheap, cheap stuff. Yeah, that's what she, yeah, yeah. 70 what she 30. Bought, cheapest. Yeah. And then we mixed it with some Jack Daniels barbecue sauce and made ginormous patties and then grilled them in the George Foreman grill. Oh, man. I bet that was messy. Dude, that smoke alarm didn't stop <laughs> the oh, whole man. time. <laughs> yeah, I bet that was fun. <laughs> yeah, it was delicious though, and it, like made them super thick and just, just yeah. If, I you, mean, if crazy. you know what you're doing, you can throw down on George Foreman. It just gets messy and smoky and yeah, yeah a bit of a pain in the ass. Yeah, not, I'm not about it. Too much to clean, and it's yeah. not that great. But I don't know. Yeah. So, like, like I said, when we buy them, if we would have got it, it would have been five bucks on clearance. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the opposite of the George Foreman grill is the Searsall. So I don't I'm not familiar with this one. Yeah. What is so this one? the Searsall, okay, you're probably gonna get it on me again because it's made for working with sous vide. <laughs> it's like the sous vide like necessity accessory on the side. So oh. a, a Searsall is basically like a rosebud tip for a Burnsomatic propane torch mm-hmm. that you um you sear off your steaks with. Ah, so you don't have to put them on the actual grill. Yeah, so you don't have to. Take a torch to to them? Yeah, you just hit them with that torch. I guess you could do like creme brulees and stuff like that too, but mostly I think people use them for steak. It's got like a a three-inch head on it, and it just like pushes out the flame, like uh, distributes it evenly across the surface of it. And apparently it also does something to where you don't taste the propane. Really? Allegedly. Yeah, I don't. I've never used one, so I can't really speak to this one. But I've seen it in the commercials. Yeah, it's pretty fly because like you just like uh you just cook your steak sous vide and then hit it with that searsall. You don't got to make a fire. You don't got to have quick a quick and easy, huh? Yeah. So like 
I could see the appeal of that. Yeah, especially like playing gigs. Oh yeah, yeah, on, like on the road. Yeah, like I don't want to quick haul around man. a barbecue pit. And if we're playing some beer joint in the middle of nowhere that doesn't have any good restaurant with it, oh, yeah. I don't want to. You know, and some of the sketchy bar food in the Midwest. <sighs> you just go to some of them places like whoa, dude. Yeah, we were in a uh, God. Where was it? Indy? Indiana. Yeah, I want to say. And uh, yeah, it was, it was some sketchy bar food times mm. down there. Yeah, I went to uh, where was it at? Where do the Cardinals play? St. Louis. St. Louis. Gosh, yeah. Yeah. Went to St. Louis, and their bars, like the food was like a little different. It was definitely strange, but the people were super friendly. Oh yeah. And especially if you had a cowboy hat on. <laughs> yeah, everybody they immediately immediately knew. they're become like friendly hey uh are you from texas yes i yes, feel like I being from texas you have to automatically do shit like that you gotta make <laughs> yeah. yourself stand out you hey, i'm flex. a texan you gotta yeah. you gotta flex on everybody when yeah. you're out of state there's <laughs> saw, more pressure to flex like. i saw a meme it was like <laughs> uh don't ever ask a man if he's from texas if he's not you'll offend him because he because he isn't if he is he'll tell you before you can ask him <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like an Aggie joke. Oh no, <laughs> no, maybe sounds like an Aggie joke I heard once upon a time. Probably there's a couple of them, but yeah, dude. Uh, Sears off. That's where it's at. Yeah, yeah. So our latest uh, five dollar purchase was a breakfast sandwich maker. Oh, okay. And uh, we're gonna try this out this weekend, but it's just basically a heating cylinder, and you put an egg and your buns on both sides, and it cooks it all and drops it into one sandwich. Nice. I actually brought up a couple of pictures of some ridiculous items that I wanted to show you. And uh, I'm oh, going to probably really? put links to these or something in the description. Because Rapid fire. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about. Oh, dude, that's exactly what. Is this what you'll have? But It's a single version. Oh, my God. Yeah, we don't have a double. We have a single version of that exact. It's the same thing, just. One row. Oh, dude. One yeah. sandwich. Yeah. So we were we were talking about this the other day, and, like, they make all these gadgets that do, like, everything all at once. Like, it's like it looks like a toaster oven, and you make your pancakes on one little griddle, then it's got a griddle for eggs, it's got a coffee machine, like... Yeah, it's just too deep in the game, man. Like, it's it's like, not that hard to keep a couple of pans going on the stove, you know? <laughs> these are so funny to look at. Like these, if you're bored, I'm going to put a link to uh, this Google search that I did. And it looks like these things aren't even real life. Yeah, they're definitely <laughs> not. I saw a whole thing on food photography and none of that shit's real. Like they do all kinds oh, of weird no, shit dude. to it. Yeah, I just meant these machines. Oh, well, yeah. I'm like, yeah, the food is for sure set up. That machine is real. I got one. It's just a single sandwich. <laughs> Dude, we're going to we're going to fire hang on, let's let's pause and fire that thing up right now. <laughs> yeah, we need to. Yeah, she uh, brought it home and after I told her we were doing this episode, she brought that home and what else did she get? I want to say it was another hand mixer probably while I was talking about that, but Dude. Yeah, I was like, "We'll try it." You know, whatever. Dude. Research, it's all for the podcast. Yeah, right. It's a uh... <laughs> we're working here. Yes. We're working here. Yes, we're working here. <laughs> yeah, dude. The um, oh man, what was I gonna say? Uh, it was gonna be awesome too. It's pro- it's gone forever. It's it's you gone. lost it. It's gone. It's gone. You're gonna think about it. Oh no no no! The food photography thing. So uh, if you follow me on social media, which you should, <laughs> shameless plug. Yeah. New line of cutting boards. Um, check them out. Yeah, check out my new line of cutting boards on uh, ajgal.com. Anyway, 
Um, so I'm pretty deep into the food photo game myself. Uh, if you follow me on social media, you know I like to post food and like to cook. And like a post. Totino's pizza Dude, with, with gourmet, garnish? Bro. Yeah, bro. No, that was pesto. Pesto One garnish? of my frat bros asked me if it was avocado. I was uh, like, dude, smoke more weed. I was Seriously. thinking pesto or cilantro. I wasn't sure. I mean, why would you put cilantro on a pizza? Why would you put avocado on well, a pizza? I mean, because why not? I mean, I guess it's You're America. A food you can do whatever you want. But yeah. yeah, all those pictures are fake. They're putting like pins in there. Yeah, it's like, like glued shit fake. in the place. Yeah, and everything's all kinds fake. Of... Like you can't. It's inedible yeah, for like, sure. Yeah, I saw a whole thing on that one. Yeah, I'm it's... pretty deep into a bunch of YouTube videos. Uh, There's I was trying so to many. step my game up, but because <laughs> the seven years in college didn't help, didn't wasn't enough. Yeah, <laughs> you're taking some good shots, though, man. You're doing. doing well, good yeah, I made a uh, I made a corn and zucchini risotto today. I saw the picture. Was it good? It was delicious, dude. Like it had. Uh, so I don't want to say the box brand that I ordered because they aren't sponsoring this podcast. But if they did, I would definitely shout out their name. But anyway, it's one of the food delivery boxes where they send you all the ingredients to make whatever, like three meals a week or whatever, however many you set up on your uh, subscription. And yeah, so like a box came that was with some uh, ice packs in it and it had three meals in paper bags and it had, uh, you know, the veggies, it had some vegetable stock in there a packet of um, seasoning, like Italian seasoning. It was, um, it was delicious, huh? Dude, on point. I've never made that. I've never had it. Delicious. I've had risotto before. I like risotto. Yeah, it's I'm good about stuff. it. Yeah. yeah, I'm all Miss about that I've Italian made it life. a few times. Yeah. We do uh, mushroom risotto normally. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I think this had some mushroom in the, uh, in the stock. Oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah. It was delicious. And some Parmesan. So those subscription services are everywhere now. Dude. They got them for just about everything you can think of. Yeah, man. We need to figure out how to get in on that. Yeah, maybe we could do like a, a jerky board subscription. Oh, dude. Or something. Junior's Which, jerky. Shout out Junior's. Yeah. If if uh, God made jerky, it would be made at Junior's in yeah. El Campo, Texas. It's in Wharton. Or Wharton. Wharton, Texas. Well, I think their plant is in El Campo, so technically. They have locations yeah. in both. Yeah, but yeah, best jerky you're ever gonna find, and in, dude, fight me. Yeah, I, we went to that conference, and you know, we had a nice meat spread out. We did a uh, three different types of jerky, a couple things of tenderloin, dude. summer sausage, and bohemian had, garlic, or get out. We had bohemian garlic, uh, mesquite, and lemon pepper. Dude, those are my top three. Dude, shout out lemon pepper hangover. Oh yeah, yeah! Shout out to those they guys. They need to man. do a reunion. They do need to do a like reunion a not tour. in this lifetime tour. But like, yes. I don't care how many dates it is. It like, I just want to go to at least one. I'm I'm totally down with that. You yeah. would have to jump up stage and do a song with them though. Nah, dude, I'm not worthy. You're not worthy. No, I just man. I just take photos. I mean, legend has it that there was a similar collab that happened at one time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Man, when y'all had the tough band or what did y'all? Oh call it? yeah, tough yeah. enough. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Maybe next time. Oh, we're 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 dissing that topic, huh? Nah, man. I'm just uh, I'm just all about lemon pepper hangover right now. Cause shout out to our buddy Lee playing yes. the drums. Shout out to Lee, dude. A- um, are we done with gadgets? Uh, I think so. I think we've covered all the all the gadgets. What's your favorite kitchen gadget, friends, subscribers? 
Yeah, let us know. Podcast what are we missing? Because there's got to be a million other ones out there. Yeah, I know. There's, dude, there's like, I mean, they built television channels around that. Yeah. I Empires. Looked up, I looked up how much QVC makes per minute, and it was just astounding. Really? Yeah, it was like crazy. Like, they got like thousands of people on the phone line, and they'll tell you. I mean, they're not lying. For how long sure, before right? they can automate that ordering process? It is automated. It's totally automated? Yeah. Well, like you don't talk to a money. person. Oh, okay. Sometimes you do if you really want to, but I've never ordered from. There. I mean, I feel like it's a lot of older people that probably want to talk to a person. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're I probably not that. comfortable like just putting their credit card number. But I bet, I bet like eighty to ninety percent of QVC customers are all return customers. Oh yeah, like they're buying and buying and buying. I wonder what the geolocation is for that. If it's spread out or if it's concentrated in like retirement areas, got to be right. Oh man, maybe. Like that that retirement community in uh, California was it Palm Springs? Oh yeah, it's got to be a hotbed for QVC, dude. Yeah, I bet they slay it over there. <laughs> they probably have a rep in house at every retirement <laughs> <Yeah>. home, <laughs> checking it out, making dude. sure. Like, I wonder if they pay off the attendance of these nursing homes to put it on that channel. Are you talking about like they have uh, senior citizen? Uh, like influencers yes brand representatives <laughs> like they take like they take the hottest old lady in the in the community and like hook her up with a bunch of swag and she like struts it around at the community events during like bingo and dominoes you're damn right they do dude, if they are i bet they it was will i now. bet it was a thing before the current instagram oh, craze dude for sure like what was that movie where she's trying to win the gravy boat i don't know with a bunch of housewives no idea uh, it was a sequel to A Christmas Story. Mm. All in the Family or something. A New Year's anyway, Eve story? Huh? <laughs> a New Year's Eve story? <laughs> no, A Christmas Story, man. You got to know that one. Oh, I mean, anyway, I've seen that movie. Uh, it's like it's Wives Club, and they're all obsessed about winning this thing, and they all get gravy boats as consolation prizes and uh, get pissed off and start throwing them at a guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's aggressive. <laughs> Dude, people take cooking seriously. Yeah, especially back then. Yeah, I mean, but people make podcasts. You're damn podcasts. right that they have... Old people influence. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I am one hundred percent certain that that is a thing. Yeah, they're planted in there. Like, hey, tell all your friends about this new KitchenAid stand mixer that's like six hundred dollars before you buy the attachments. They don't even have to do that. They just have to make sure that all the TVs are on <laughs> all the channels and that they're there to take care of them. Yeah, dude, they boom. should have like, they should just go around to all the retirement homes and set up little like how-to setups in the common room like hey we got these 10 items and this is how you use them yeah unless it's unless they're at the stage where they're just like fuck that i, I live here they make food in the cafeteria and i'm true. not fucking with i'm this. gonna eat that tapioca pudding yeah exactly <laughs> bring me extra jello <laughs> bring me jello and my pills <laughs> on the rig yeah. why are you late get back here yeah you know what whatever i'm old i don't care dude i'm about it some of them places look pretty legit. Oh yeah, I, I'll never be able to afford to live there. But man, I, when we get old, it's probably gonna be some like virtual reality weird shit at old people retirement yeah. homes. They like make you think you're young or in a different place or both. Both. Yeah. Like you know, you live a digital life in your head because you <laughs> like, can. The like technology is progressed. Sims, there. but Sims, but yeah. Yeah, I never played the Sims, but I had a bunch of nerdy friends that did. Yeah, it's a big thing. <laughs> What's that movie, Ready Player One? Have you seen that? No. And yeah, watch Ready Player One. You Is it like what the I'm Sims? Uh, kind of. It's like 
it's like every video game combined into one. It could be anything you want it to be. It's a virtual, like, incredible world that you can be any character, wear this full bodysuit and this VR headset, and like, it's crazy. It's it's definitely world's headed there for some some aspects. Spielberg does a, a yeah. direct that. Yeah, Spielberg did. <laughs> yeah, the Coen Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> is that who that is? I don't know. No, it's Movies. Spielberg. You should check that one out. Is it really Spielberg? Yeah. No it way, was. dude. I was just totally like trolling. Oh yeah, it was. It was one hundred percent. When trolling goes bad. Yeah. <laughs> when, when keeping it real when keeping goes, it real wrong. goes wrong. Oh, man. Speaking of keeping it real. Oh, what's that? It's our uh, seasoning of the month. Back to seasonings. This is yeah. one of my favorite things that we do. Tony loves seasoning. Tony's come up with every idea that we've had, just to let y'all know, but I think this one is his favorite for sure because he's all about them seasonings. Yes, and we went with my father's day present last time and then this time we were talking about it and we got to take it back to the basic the yeah. basic white bitch seasoning as aj <laughs> calls it yeah uh, uncle chris's gourmet steak seasoning that shit is a bomb don't dude. just call it uncle chris's it's uncle chris's gourmet steak like, seasoning if you're not using that as your base and adding other seasoning to it then you're not doing it right yeah i'm about it um it is very like basic for sure, but I mean, there's a reason it is because it's good. Yeah, it has a very uh, solid setup. I mean, it, it, like I said, I like to use it as a base. I add uh, whatever I'm fucking with at the time. Uh, yeah. Alamo Cattle Company, Chupacabra, mm. you know, a few of those. Yeah, with Uncle Chris's, but Uncle Chris's is also perfectly fine by itself. It's it's quite delicious. Yeah, man. I like I, using uh, it on a zucchini and squash. Yeah, I was about to say that veggies. Yes. For sure. It's got a, a little bit of citrus happening in there. Yeah. A little garlic, a little citrus. Yeah. It's a, like almost all of the last ingredients are all citrus based. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. quite quite good. I use it for a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I like to mix in some holy cow from Meat Church in there. Yeah. Because I really like the color that, that gives all my food. I haven't, I haven't used the holy cow one. I'm going to have to check that out. It's peppery. Yeah. If I want to try. We need to try some of the Dos Pendejos seasoning. <laughs> Shout yeah. out to uh, The Pit Is Lit. The Pit Is Lit just hit 60,000 members, bro. It's crazy. It's a big-ass yeah. community. They're far bigger than our community. Yeah, if you're uh, if you're on Facebook, get on The Pit Is Lit. Da Pit, D-A. And uh, there's a lot of... There's some roasting. There is. They'll flame you. But I think it's a pretty... Like, in it's, the world of online communities, it's probably the least, like flame worthy of yeah. people yeah like, they do a good job moderating that group i think yeah. every now and again they look, get a little crazy but for the most part if you keep it on the topic of barbecue and meat mm -hmm. there's a lot of good content man I've, i learned yeah. a lot on that page yeah yeah it's definitely uh definitely worth being a part of it's it's a cool community yeah i'm on a lot of like guitar forum pages or whatever like similar to that and photography and dude no one trolls like photography people it's oh, ridiculous. I can only imagine. And guitar people, too. Because all of y'all think y'all are all sassy motherfuckers. Dude, everybody thinks that they're better than someone. I don't get it. Yeah. Just go know. take your sunset picture and do your selective color on that flower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's, but it's artistic, man. Yeah, whatever. It's you, one of a kind. It's, it's art, special. Man. It's unique. Yeah, you can't. Whatever. Whatever. You can't put a finger on it. <laughs> yeah, but, Uncle Chris, though. Yes. I love it. Yeah, I don't know what else we can say about Uncle Chris, but... 
Shout Try out it. to uh, Fiesta Seasonings. Dude, they, they've been killing it for years. Are they in Texas? I was trying to look it up. They got to be out of San Antonio or something. For I don't, sure. I, I don't care where they're at they could be out of fucking moscow for all i care dude really been, you're gonna bring up russia right now <laughs> they, they've been, this climate well like mccormick's <laughs> I oh, guess yeah. it could be like a, a brand of mccormick's I think which i assume be. is from russia i don't know i just think of the um, vodka <laughs> but anyway yeah. uh no fiesta's been making seasonings that i've been using for my yeah. whole entire cooking life yeah dude for <laughs> like, real like me too like I can't remember a time I didn't have something of theirs, a fajita seasoning or the yeah. pepper. The, I like their fajita seasoning, too. The carne asada mix. I make some pretty good carne asada. We need to do that one day. I never, I never saw that mix before. Oh, yeah. I, it's to make the gravy with. Yeah. It's good. I'm about it. Yeah. I'll try it. Dude, Fiesta brand, they're about it. I also want to try their orange pepper on doing some like uh, barbecue chicken. Asian food? No, I want to try barbecue chicken with oh. orange pepper seasoning. Mixed in with my normal shit. You know, I, I'm thinking like orange pepper, but that would be weird. But no, I used to do slices of orange on like baked chicken. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. I bet that was good. Yeah. That was in the in my frat house days. Yeah. <laughs> did you Were you able to pick out seasonings back then? Or did you go to the seasoning aisle at Target in a college town and live up to the no seasoning hype in your early days being in college. <laughs> no, no. I don't think I ever shopped at Target. I hung out at Target once in a while with some friends to go get some popcorn. But no, I did all my shopping at the little HEB in San Marcos. I thought whenever you joined a frat, you had to commit to shopping at certain stores. No. Like white people shop at Target, <laughs> frat people top shop at Target. Maybe. I don't know. I don't I didn't get that memo. That wasn't in the they like gave me the secret handshake and I guess they skipped over that oh, part. I, I I was never in one, so I don't know like the <laughs> yeah. details. Yeah, I've already said too much. Oh. <laughs> no, but I shopped at the little H E B in San Marcos and because uh, it was close to my apartment. I went into I got drug into Target last week and yeah. we walked by it's one of the big ones with the grocery stores in it. And we walk by the spice aisle and I'm looking at what little bit of spice they have. <laughs> they just there. had salt. <laughs> and I was I mean, it was salt, pepper, uh parsley and uh Lowry uh, cinnamon. And Lowry seasoned salt. <laughs> The true, the true basic white bitch was seasoning. Uh that oh, Lowry dude. seasoned salt. And they probably had a whole end cap dedicated to that. No way, dude. Like, I think the most basic thing that I've ever gotten down with is seasonal. I mean, yeah. It's Fiesta brand also, Fiesta but it's brand. season it all is actually uh, the name of it. I'm down, dude. Down. I put it on everything. Chicken, like fajitas, bar S hot dogs. Oh, <laughs> I've never seasoned. I've never put seasoning on a hot dog. And <laughs> I, I haven't either, dude. You know what I did the other day though? Um, <laughs> some Eckridge sausage. Shout out Eckridge. Eckridge. Don't judge me. Hey, don't judge me. When you got Proshecks and Juniors right here, I mean, it's, sometimes it's, I like to get some. Dude, I like Eckridge. Okay. If you don't, if you don't want to be my friend because I like Eckridge sausage, you know what? I'm okay with it. Because you know, it's no other, okay. If, if, if there's no other sausage around, I'll get down with some Eckridge. But <laughs> anyway, so as I, long as I'm 15 minutes from Prospects or Juniors, <laughs> I'm buying their sausage. Oh, dude. So I got the Eckridge. I split it down the middle, hot dog style, but I didn't break all the way through. And then I flattened it out, put a little bit of seasoning on there, and then hit it on my cast iron griddle. 
Yeah. I have a like a cast iron pan that has like raised like, oh, yeah, I have brittle lines, those, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, dude, it went hard. Yeah. Put in a little tortilla wrap, a little bit of a salt lick barbecue sauce. Yeah. You need to try it with a bar S hot dog. Dude, I'm gonna. Yeah, I want to see how that comes out. <laughs> you should do a, you should do a gourmet video on this. <laughs> I'm going in, in the, the kitchen, kitchen with, with AJ. AJ. Bar S hot dog edition coming at you. Oh, dude, yes, I want to be a part of this episode. I, yeah, it's gonna happen. I now I have to do it before we put this episode out because somebody's gonna steal the idea. We gotta mark. We gotta make a spread. Yeah, <laughs> full we, spread. We dude. gotta do the bacon wrapped with uh, cream cheese. Yes. And we got to do the split down the middle, cast iron, grilled. Yeah. Uh, Spaghetti with f- Barra's f- hot dogs cut f- up in I, it. Yeah, I feel like you got to do the one, that, the video on Facebook where they poke the hole through the, the hot dog and run the spaghetti through it. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. You what cut if- the hot dog up into slices and then stab it all with the spaghetti noodles and it cooks into it. Yeah. And you coat it with a bunch of fake government cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is the cheese fake or is the government fake no, in that? I don't know where the comma's at in that sentence. <laughs> you gotta get the you gotta get the government cheese, man. It's oh, dude, powdered cheese. Yeah. Um, if you're gonna do bar ass hot dogs with spaghetti noodles in them, that's the only way to do it. Man. What if, what if you made a bar ass hot dog, but you did it jalapeno cheddar? Ooh. Yeah. Jalapeno cheddar. I wonder if they do that. We'll have to look on their website later. If they don't, I'm going to call them. Yeah. Be like, hey, we got this brand new idea for official meats and beats <laughs> bar as hot dog, and it's jalapeno cheddar. You know who would sponsor that? <laughs> who? Charmin. Charmin. <laughs> wow. They would sponsor that. Oh, dude. <laughs> we have... We have gone off the rails here. <laughs> Somebody hit me with a Captain Tangent sound effect right now. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, dude. So, yeah. Um, if you do the bar yeah. hot dog hot dog cook-off, you got to have a spread. You got to have a bunch of different For sure. We're going to do it. Oh, yes. man. Real quick. One more one more tangent on that. You know the little Smokies in barbecue sauce? You know what I'm yes. talking about? Yes. Yeah. Do that with bar S. Oh, sliced up? Yeah. Cut them up into little... I have done that with bar S. What? Back in the day when you I were was poor, poor. <laughs> I lived in the apartments of Freeport, Texas. <laughs> oh, dude. Shout out Freeport. They're underwater right now, huh? Uh, they didn't get it as bad as uh, North Houston and yeah. East Houston and Southeast Houston. Crazy, like, it's man. all over right now. It's just almost as bad as Harvey in some areas. Yeah, man. Yeah, Crazy. Beaumont. You know, Beaumont got hammered. Those poor, poor folks. Y'all need to, you know... Check that out. Donate if you can. Yeah, I, I think, think Red some, Cross has some donation some centers set up. You can I mean, get involved there. Yeah, definitely uh, got to pitch in and help the community out For there. For sure, man. Dude, st- speaking of pitching in and helping the community, Country Squire. Oh, we're jumping to the album review. I think so. I just listened to it again. And uh, yeah, man. It was different than what I expected from the first two songs that they released. Yeah. Which was all Yorn and uh, what's the other one? The Fire. What is it called? House Fire. <laughs> House Fire. Yeah. Dude, we really are not good at knowing names of things. Yeah. We got to. My problem is I out. make notes and I'm like, oh, I'll just look at my notes. And then like it comes down to it and then I don't look at my notes. I, I actually <laughs> like this album. You know, it's it was a great Tyler Childers record. I think he, he held up to his style. He delivered something really good. I mean, yeah. you got to. Look at the album art for, <laughs> I mean, just a second here. That, 
alone should sell you on this record. Dude, you know what, though? The album art, I looked at it, right? And then I listened to the record, other than the two songs that I already heard. And I was like, this is totally irrelevant to it really the sound is. of this record. Yeah, it's you look at it and you think some uh, crazy... You know, spacey kind of vibes to yeah, it. Yeah, like I thought I was gonna exit my body as soon yeah, as I listened to like it. Some but, cosmic cowboy stuff. Yeah, but it know? was the most like country bluegrass record. Yeah, was, except for that last track, Matthew. Yeah, that one started out like a spaceship. Like yeah, I was, it was a little cosmic on the beginning yeah. of that one. It was and, uh, very. Uh, track two had a didgeridoo in it. It's not a didgeridoo. It's not? No. I thought it was. Dude. It sounded like a didgeridoo. I'm gonna make I'm gonna start making notes of things you're wrong about on our music. You should. Because <laughs> I listened to the Ozzy part on the post Malone record, and I don't know what you're talking about, them speeding up his voice. But you have to show it to me whenever we finish here. Okay. I, w- I wanna know what you're talking about on that. But no, uh I knew I saw your notes because we share a Google Drive page on this or yes. whatever sheet or whatever <laughs> and you intentionally left it don't left oh it no i left it there and i was like man as soon as he says didgeridoo i'm coming at his throat so <laughs> so what is it it Enlighten is me. a jaw harp a jaw harp jaw harp it is <laughs> it is a very common appalachia you know redneck hillbilly instrument that it looks like um kind of like a horseshoe shape but the ends of it are longer I yeah. guess uh, I don't. It's kind of hard to describe, but it's like a like a circle with two extended points, and then like a thin piece of wire, like not too thin, but a thinner piece of wire between them. That is like you pull it like a little spring, and then you put it in your mouth and you shape your mouth how you want the note to sound. I'll show you a YouTube video oh, on wow. it later. Yeah. Yeah, that's mind blowing right Dude, there. it's crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna link the video, <laughs> the first video I found on YouTube. It is so funny, dude. Like I thought I was about to get like trolled or something because it starts out it's just hilarious. I can I don't even want to explain it. You just have to watch it. Yeah. I, I definitely but yeah, it's a jaw harp. It's a jaw harp is what it's called. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> Maybe that's what I was thinking of on the Peter Frampton thing. The Peter Frampton is the talk box thing. You're yeah. right about that. Yeah. I mean, you just called it something weird, but. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was a talk box. It's called a talk box. Vocoder oh, okay. is like the technology that it's based ah. on. But anyway, uh, yeah. Track, uh, the last short album, it's only nine tracks. Yeah. It's total opposite of the Tool album. Yeah. And Post Malone's was like 17. Yeah. Post Malone's was really long, too. Yeah. I mean, I liked it. Quality over quantity, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I liked I liked a lot of the a lot of the songs. Uh, yeah, I'm glad he I, didn't water it down at all. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that you had a uh, 66% of the tracks were uh, standout tracks for you, which is a good sign. <laughs> I had three. No, you had not uh, six of nine. No, I didn't. I have three. One, two, one, six. two, and six are I. I wanted to. I didn't want to see your standout tracks. So I just went into this sheet and typed oh. the track number so I wouldn't try to read what yours were so it wouldn't influence me. Oh. Uh, and then I came back after I was done and I put the, the name of it next to it. That's what you're looking at. Country Squires, number one. Bus Routes, number two. And oh. uh, Ever Loving Hand is number six. Uh, I thought you just went shorthand for one, two, and six. I didn't. No. I don't know the track numbers associated with the songs. Oh, yeah, heart, yeah. So. No, I was just, but yeah. Um, bus route, dude. Story song. I'm all about yeah. it. Man, I liked uh, 
I like Creaker and House Fire a lot. Yeah. 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 Yorn is probably my favorite of the whole album. Yeah, that sounds like a song that like I would write probably. Yeah, it's I like it. I like it a lot. Not that I would ever write a good song. Uh, you write like, some good songs. Yeah. yeah. If you want to listen to them, they're on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> streaming at any streaming, streaming all service. streaming services. Yeah, uh Ever Loving Hand, that is like the band is fired up. It's like third to last song in the set and all the guys are just showing off. Like I want to see that song live. Like yeah. in my mind that's all I thought about cuz it's very like virtuoso in the playing. Yeah. Like what if you see it live and he he looks at you the way he does the videos that you Dude, don't like? Just I just want him to close his eyes. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever it just takes. Just blink, man. Just blink, dude. No, yeah, that song like it's it's so typical of like bluegrass where like if you see a bluegrass jam, like the songs are forever long because everybody's taking solos, everybody gets to show off and you know, they're all just getting it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see I would like to see him live in general. I think that whole band would be would yeah. be a good good show live. They're all really good pickers from what I've seen. Yeah. That Matthew song I talked about it a while ago. What do you think is the instruments at the beginning? I'm not even gonna gonna act like I know cuz I really want to go in on you right now. <laughs> I'm I, just kidding. I would have to give it another listen. <laughs> yeah, so it's the song that kind of goes to the album art, I guess. It sounds very sitari sounding, but it's which, not. Which, which track was Matthew, that? Matthew, the last track. Oh, yeah. It sounds like sitar I got the, I got the, the Indian kind of yeah. vibe to it. Yeah, well, so they use that in one of the Beatles albums. Yeah, they use this bit. Yeah, the Beatles are about the sitar, but this I don't think yeah. was sitar. I think it's very much meant to sound like sitar. So sitar is has its signature sound because of all the drone notes that are happening, kind of like a bagpipe. Like there's a few pipes on the bagpipes and on the sitar strings that all play the same note, and it just drones out. It's like that one constant note, and then you have the like however many strings there are that you yeah, play the, the melody plays on top of it. Yeah, yeah. So this is like a violin or a bunch of violins uh, recorded over each other. Or, and multi-tracked, whatever, and it's all—they're all doing these drone notes, and then there's like a banjo. I think it's a banjo that's doing the like melodic line in the background. It's—it's it's real done buzzy. It with steel, maybe like a an effects type thing on a steel. Maybe, but I think it sounds like it sounds like a banjo to me the way it's picked. Yeah, because like you get that percussive sound because like the banjo has that drum head on top, yeah. you know. But it sounds like that. But it's like they probably lowered the bridge down to get it even more buzzy. Uh, on one of my songs, Hey Stranger, which is my number one streamed song on Spotify, we did use <laughs> a <laughs> we used a faux sitar. Um, it was basically like a guitar shape and strung like a guitar, so you could play it as a guitar player would. Uh, but the bridge was lowered, and it had some kind of weird treatment on there, like some kind of special bridge that made the notes sound droney. And like oh, really? buzzy sounding. So I thought it was cool to record and play around with. Dude, super cool. Then I use this thing called the Ebo, it's an electronic bow, and it's like a a little handheld device that makes the guitar sound as if you were bowing it with a bow, like a, oh, a okay. violin. Yeah. So it just it pretty much just vibrates the string infinitely. So we oh, really? use that on there on that sitar sounding. There's thing. a a 
a stand-up bass musician that uses a, oh, yeah. the the violin bow, and he does covers of Jimi Hendrix stuff like that. Oh yeah, I've seen. Uh, him. I think it's Miles Mosley, maybe. Hmm. Anyway, it's crazy funky, you know, jazzy, pretty cool stuff. Yeah. I'll have to I'll have to add that to the Spotify playlist. Yeah, I think the instrument was meant to be played with the bow. Well, so, oh. but, he, but not the way he does it. Obviously. I mean, he's picking and he bowing and out of control. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, maybe we need to talk about him on another episode too. Oh yeah, we can check it. I don't know if he's putting <laughs> out any music or anything, yeah. Hopefully, we promised a lot of albums. I think. Yeah, yeah. That's why <laughs> we gotta one do more. one every week. We, if we get behind, yeah, we're gonna be at it forever. Yeah, I liked a uh, uh, standout. Also for me was Country Squire. I like Country Squire. Uh, I I didn't like it as the title track. Mm. But, yeah, I, I mean it, it was good, but I didn't it, it didn't hit it on the title track level for me. But yeah, I think the uh, the lyrics got me on that one because it's about like saving money for a trailer or whatever, and being on the road and stuff like that. So I'm all about songs like that. Yeah, well, he's a great songwriter. Just yeah. about all of his songs have some underlying message to yeah. it. Feathered Indians and Nose on the Grindstone are some of, some of his more famous ones. Yeah, man. White House Road is my jam. I love that song. Yeah. I just hate that everyone loves him. <laughs> like, I hate that everyone. I hate that the people, mode. we don't deserve him. And like a lot of these Twitter gypsy girls and like trendy yeah. people, like they don't deserve him. And I just hate it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the same ones that are all over Kane Brown and Luke Brown. Yeah, and now they're going more into the real, real shit. And yeah. invading the scene, it's kind of lame. Yeah, this uh, this album was produced by Sturgill Simpson. So, oh really? Yeah, nice Sturgill man. Another badass musician Dude. killing it out there in the country. We're gonna music for scene sure, nowadays. for sure, do that album when it comes out. Oh yeah, Sound what is he, Which 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 type of music is he doing on this one? Uh, this is steamy rock and roll, as he has described it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, he's done what three different styles of music now. It's like or the two? first one was insane. Well, his first one, High Top Mountain, was like super very Kentucky country sounding. Yeah, and then the uh, meta modern, uh, meta modern sounds and country music was super outlaw country, cosmic cowboy, psychedelic yeah. thing, and then the Sailor's Guide to Earth was the opposite of that. It was like R and B. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. It was like yeah, old school R and B with a, horns and everything. Yeah, he saves it into a rock record or yeah. a rap record. Uh, a rap record? Or R and B record rather. I would listen to it. Uh yeah, that was the thing. <laughs> yeah, he's not gonna he's, he doesn't want to make the same album twice. So he's yeah. make five records and retire. But I think he's already got the last two recorded is what I heard. Oh wow. Yeah. So Just he's got hit, it in the can. Hitting it hard ready to go. Rolling. Yeah, make your money, go home, and spend it, and disappear. Bro, in, uh, bro down and cash <laughs> yeah. out. Start up, cash in, sell out, bro down. Yes, That's exactly. It, dude. Four four bar plan. Yeah, Eric Cartman. I could see how this one was produced by Sturgill. I, I could see where you know a little bit of his creative touch on it. Yeah, definitely, man. Like I like the way that it the that it, it switched up a lot in the album. It went from yeah, you know, bluegrass to country and to different different styles from yeah. different songs. It kind of it had a good pace and flow to it. Yeah, the know? waltzes, those are my jam. Which one? The waltzes, the oh, three four songs. Yeah, yeah, all about it, dude. I mean, you got to do that if you're writing country music. You got to write some waltzes in there. 
Yeah, it's part of part of making those records, man. You got to follow what what's out there a little bit, but try to do your do your take on it. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, bluegrass is very set in its traditional ways. Yeah. I think he did a good job of like. Well, I mean, I, adding he's his kind of a, it, he's kind know? of indie with a bluegrass mix. Yeah. You know, Americana maybe. You know, kind of a new evolution. Don't of let him, him hear you say Americana, I, bro. I don't know. He hates he the hates word Americana. That. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> don't I guess, let him. Americana. I'm sorry, Mr. Uh, Childers, if you're listening <coughs> to this. Yeah, at least he said his name right. Americana is a distraction yeah. from country music. He said he makes country music, and Americana ain't no part well, of it. Well, he makes thing. real country music. Yeah. Like, what Nashville has perverted to be country music is not country music. And yeah. I still firmly believe that Tractor Rap is ruining America. Dude, so, you know what the funniest thing is whenever... Like, talking to you, Kane Brown and Luke Bryan. <laughs> they're listening, for sure. Yeah, right. I saw them. I saw them on the comments while ago. Yeah. No, people, they're always like, whenever uh, Old Town Road, shout out again. A oh, million times, God. Whenever that got hot, it was like a big controversy, and they were like asking all these like people in Nashville, like, hey, do you think this is country? Do you think this is country? But the ironic thing is, was... Those people were doing the same thing, like, yeah. just not as good. And, you know, as much as we diss on Nashville music, uh, when we went to that songwriters night thing, were you with us for that? No, I wasn't Man, there. we went up and visited a customer and had to fly into Nashville and then fly out of Nashville. And we stayed, and uh, I think Brent got a text from Dub. Yeah. About going to a songwriter's night. It was like on a Tuesday or something. Yeah. Like, because we walked into a bar and the first song they played was Chicken Fried. Of course they And did. we, me and Brent look at each other like, no fucking way. We're getting the fuck it. This is not what yeah. we came here to do. Well, that's what you got to play when you're there. Like, oh, it's, they, it's what people, everyone, that in, everyone in that town is a tourist and they come and they want to hear the country songs that they hear on the radio. So yeah. if you're playing but, gigs there, like, you got to play that stuff. So, yeah, we, we left and went to that songwriter's night, and it was a bunch of guys that just got up and played their songs for free. And there was one guy, I'd have to I'd have to look it up. I can't remember the name, but he wrote a bunch of famous songs. We looked him oh, up yeah. after the fact. Like, it was, he had, like, 13 number one country songs that he was a writer for. Right, and then you wouldn't even notice him walking yeah. around Target. and he was, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, shout out to all the songwriters out there that yeah. nobody gets the recognition for. Yeah, I think Tyler wrote all the songs on this record. I looked it up, and... Everywhere I saw it said it was him. So yeah, that's awesome. Which I wouldn't I, I doubt lo- ever. I like seeing that in artists. You know, putting in the the work to build the craft and write your own lyrics, produce yeah, your own man. songs. I mean, that takes real artistry, man. It's hard work. Definitely, you should put out an album, bro. Uh for what? <laughs> I don't know. I would not be able to put out. An I album. feel like you should put out an album. If I put out an album, it would be like me making noises as I'm cooking food. Like ASMR? The sounds of Tony Dude. in the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> Dude, ASMR to the max. Because I'm not singing on a record. Uh, I can't sing at all. I don't know. I got an ear for music, but you're not catching me serenading you. <laughs> Dude, I hope you would serenade me one day. One day? <laughs> if <laughs> I walk in with a plate of nachos, I might ser- oh, serenade you. Dude, that in way. Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> Go get the uh, accordion. Yes. Get it, get it rocking. I already have one. It's in, it's in my van. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> shit just got real, folks. Oh, man. All right. I think we've covered it. So we covered everything. You going to recap it? Air gadgets. I know you want to recap it. Yes, I do. <laughs> Kitchen here's, gadgets. Here's a recap. Uncle Chris's seasoning. Try it. Bar S hot dog cook-off. Yes. Coming at you <laughs> at some point in the future. 
And Country Squire, good album. I'm gonna give it a. I'll give it a four stars. I'm gonna give it four also. Yeah. It's gonna be my first four star album rating. So dang. I would like to see what you give a five to. Do you think you will give a five, or do you think that kind of perfection is unattainable? It's going to have to be a generational album. Dang. You know, it's it's going to have to be one of those, like Dark yeah. Side of the Moon level generational albums. Dang. So, so anyway. So you're saying that the new Lil Nas X record will not be... A five out of five. Uh, I mean, I can't say for sure because it hasn't come out yet and I haven't listened to it. I don't believe in making shit up. But all the evidence tells me <laughs> that it's not headed for a five-star rating. Wow. Dude, what if it did, though? You never know. Then you know what? The world mind. would be a better place. Yeah. So, all right. Appreciate you folks listening to us, listening to us ramble and tangent. Yeah. Hit we'll us on social time. media before you see us next time. Yes. Follow us on all social media and uh, shout out to our Patreons. Yeah. Take it easy.